1: I'm excited for for today because you know this is technically you know this is a we're a part of this legend you know we're a part of the sketch family you
2: know what oh okay I mean? okay 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 got it got you it you know yes. what I mean yes, yes. yes. like yeah, yeah. you yeah, know in yeah, a small
1: I mean, in a smaller people. way in
2: a in a smaller way but yeah, yeah, you, you know, know sketch is sketch right we, we are we are the legacy of movies like this right you know what I mean
1: yeah. Like we are yeah, around like we we were able to do our thing because, you know, yeah. people like Chris Rock were, you know, it was able to do his thing back back in the day.
2: Yep. Yep. I mean, it's crazy. This movie came out in 1993. Lord have mercy. I know. And this is like this
1: is this right. falls, you know, in that category of like, you know, movies I was never allowed to see uh, uh because, you know that makes sense yeah that makes it's sense. just my, my age uh you know the christian No, it's not as bad as you would think though <laughs>
2: it's not it that, really like, wasn't. i thought it was gonna be way more aggressive yes. it's not that bad Mm-mm. um yeah i thought it was gonna be way more but no I, like i don't remember watching this but i felt like as we were watching it this time i know so many lines from this movie and i was like how do right. how do i know these lines <laughs> like,
1: oh you like, did okay um, so you were you were like oh i've seen oh my good. god right it is very cool. I don't
2: know. Maybe my friends were coding it. I don't know how I know these lines, but yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, you had seen it before or no? I don't think so. Like, I think it was also, like, my parents would let me watch certain movies, but they were, like, I didn't, I don't think I got to watch this. I definitely did not get to watch um, Don't Be a menace While Drinking a Juice in the Hood. Right. Um, so I'm not sure I was allowed to see this, but maybe my friends yeah. were, and that's why I remember the lines. Like I have one friend in particular who I know quoted this movie. Right,
1: right. Yeah, this was definitely... Yeah, but he
2: had an older brother as well.
1: Ah, uh, see, that's the, that's the other thing. If you have, like, older siblings, it's a little bit easier mm-hmm. to watch, to get to watch movies like this that were, like, too, too mm-hmm. you know, mature for you when you were young. But I didn't have yep. one. So it's, like, pretty much like, see, before 2000, you know, uh, I wasn't able to watch those kind of things. You know? That's like,
2: though. Ah, before 2000.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, if you look at... Yeah, it's like if you were looking at me, you'd be like, mm, he can't... My dad was like, Mm-mm, you
2: can't see before 2000. This is a hard one. This is a hard one. I can't, I got like... Ee- I thought oh, I was... No, cr- I, I just won't get that in. You, so know, you know what? I... I-
1: when I, when I did it in my head, it, it felt really good. And then coming out. Hmm. Okay. Let's
2: take that back. Okay. You want to redo? You want to mm-hmm. okay, you, okay. you yeah.
1: redo? Yeah, rehash, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. A remix?
1: hmm hmm See, before I
2: do this, though. That, honestly, that's great. That, <laughs> that's good. I give you that one. Oh, you give me that I'll one? I give you that one. The other oh. one was bad. I right, give take, you that one. You know, I'll take it. Listen, I give you that one. I give you that one because that one is like I see before. See that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you didn't have to say see before. See before. C before. You have to say C before. I, yeah, I respect it. I respect that.
1: Well, and then the people at home respect it. Everybody's cheering and clapping in their cars. I love it. <laughs> Let's start the show. You know what it Jonathan like? Raylock, James the Third, Drumilligan. <laughs> <John> <laughs> X, man. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood,
2: Hollywood City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm licking your balls, licking your balls. Just, just big balls.
1: <laughs> you got big old balls. You got king size balls. You just, you got big balls.
2: <laughs> you know, the thing is, as he's doing that and he's trying to talk to them. <laughs> and it purposely
1: he's just looking at them like ah oh, I hate this job.
2: Yes, and he purposely does not say like they don't show what his like they everybody has like a little card outside of the thing it's like this, you know, PN, and it didn't show his until he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm looking your balls." And then Chris Rock holds up uh gay and I was like, "Dog, this is crazy. This is crazy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was
1: my my favorite quote. "Shut up, girl. You just think you so smart cuz you can read." <laughs>
2: It was so uncalled for. (laughs) Yo, in so many lines, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm bigger than black, (laughs) and I'm black, y'all. Like, (laughs) oh my goodness, man. Oh my goodness. Oh, man. Why why do rappers keep calling black women bees and hoes? I mean, I call them other things. call them pussy people, people. I was like, yo, this movie is wild, dog. The commentary is crazy in this film. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy!
1: For those of you who are listening to us for the first time, welcome. Welcome. We are a, a podcast that reviews films of leading black actors. Okay, we talk about mm. them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. And uh, the voice you're listening to right now—that just sounds like, uh, a, a, honestly, a middle class black man. <laughs> That's what the voice sounds like. That's what I. Ah,
2: that voice. Ah, that voice is Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, this voice, um, is that a Dry Milligan who m- might sound like the voice of the middle class black man pretending to be the hood voice? So we're like the, the two ends <laughs> of the. <laughs> like, like you him before he's gusto, and I get to be the pretend gusto mm-hmm. voice. Yeah, niggas. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um and uh <laughs> James the 3rd is not here. He uh, abandoned us. So, no, i Honestly, he, I'm uh, not even
2: sure why he's not here. What was the reason again? Was there a he reason? He said he
1: had a he had a he had a last minute audition. He's he had an audition oh. he got auditions. You, you know.
2: Wait, but auditions you get there's no next day turnaround no more. That's a part of the rules.
1: That's what it's supposed to be. I know. I was I wasn't going to ask him that. I'll ask him later cuz he was <laughs> like I got a last minute audition and I was like that's supposed to be You're not supposed to have that.
2: That's against the SAG rules. You're supposed to get 48 hours, bro. That's literally the rules. But you know what? He got a baby, so maybe, maybe the baby tonight is is the only night he could do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maybe that's. Yeah, maybe that's.
0: You know, first of all, also,
1: (laughs) happy Black History Month, everybody. It's Black History Month. We in
2: it? Yeah. Okay. We black, y'all. We black, y'all. It's we black, black you And we, we black, black, y'all. black, 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 The shortest month of the year, y'all. We got this It should be longer. We should got June. Maybe July. Maybe it's warmer. Why oh, we got the coat? Literally, February is like one of the worst months. It's short. It's gray. It's like, why didn't we get, why didn't we get, give us August. Everybody love August. <laughs> yeah please you vacation in august we should appeal this can we
1: change it you know this is what we this is no man they they they, they cemented us in it they,
2: they you know like, what i found February. on this black history month day on on the day as we film day six of black history month mm. i found a papa john's gift card a papa john's gift card yeah i'm not sure how much okay. money is on it though but you know what <laughs> okay Okay. The Black History Month
1: fairy has blessed you. Yep. Uh, We are reviewing CB4. This Mm -hmm. is a 1993 satirical mockumentary written by Chris Rock, Nelson George, and Robert Locash. Is that how you pronounce his name? Bro, I have no idea.
2: Let's say Locash.
1: Directed by Tamara Davis, uh, a white woman who... Uh, was a music video director for a lot of rap groups like the NWA, which this movie uh, is basically inspired by. It's uh, kind of like follows the the NWA story somewhat.
2: Yeah. It's like our version of... um. Uh, this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This film ha- cost
1: $6 million to make it uh, had a box office of 17.9 million. So, not bad. Not bad for a rated R comedy. Mm-mm. And its Rotten Tomato score is 52% Rotten Tomatoes, 61% haters. audience score. What a yeah, bunch you know, of haters. They were hating.
2: <laughs> like, what a hater.
1: They were hating.
2: Wait, this blonde white lady did all these music videos? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Wow. Oh, my God. Like, this is... Wait, I can't be looking at the right person, you
0: know? No, wow. no, it's her.
2: Uh, hi,
1: oh. uh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, pretty wild, huh? Yeah. There's a quote from New York Times about this movie that Janet Maslin wrote. It says, The film promises sharper satire than it actually delivers, pandering
2: a shade too avidly to the real rap audience. Wow. (laughs) Wow, what a hater.
1: (laughs) I just think that's so funny. It's like they would never have said this is Spinal Tap, pander too much to real rock audience. You know what I mean? No. It's just how it goes. This film obviously stars Chris Rock. You also got Alan Payne, Deezer D and chris elliott uh also charlie murphy is in it as well as phil charlie Hartman, Murphy, Teresa randall <laughs> yeah charlie murphy
2: i can only say his name like that yeah. charlie murphy.
1: apparently wait isaac hayes uh, they say isaac hayes is in this movie when was he in this movie <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> seeing isaac
2: hayes at all it's it's me neither
1: anyway like yeah um but i guess he's in it and uh yeah Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should Payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning.
2: Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck.
1: And look, guys, I know you're like me, sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, uh, you know, yeah, doing something. And I'm I like, do. we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning, because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like When I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind.
2: Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in jump under podcast where you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump under podcasts, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member
0: FDIC. new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc shall we go to initial thoughts
2: yeah um i'll go i really enjoyed this movie yeah i have no notes it was just like i thought it was super smart i thought the commentary they were making was creative i thought it was really cool at the top of the movie to show they had the blessing and not just like I was worried they were making fun of NWA, but they weren't like, I loved it. Like it starts with Holly oh, Berry, Lord have mercy. Um, oh, that's you had, right. you had ice cube, you had a young mm-hmm. Ice tea, you had um, flavor, flavor. I was like, Oh, it gave it that credibility. Mm-hmm. Also the other cameos. Easy. Yeah. It had easy. And to me, it was so important because as the movie went on, it was like, Oh, it was commenting on, the society that made this popular, not necessarily the people behind it. And I think that was kind of really important because that way. And that's probably why a lot of, why people didn't like this movie, because it didn't point the fingers at the black rappers and creators. It kind of pointed fun at the society that like, you know, that they use to benefit in life. So I, I really enjoyed this movie. Really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought this movie was
1: so funny, um, mm-hmm. which is so hard to do, especially for like a satire that is. Very topical. Obviously, we, you know, we know about that uh, period of time, and if you've seen Straight Outta Compton, you know the NWA story a little bit more. Some of that stuff was like, you know, reimagined in this. Um, mm-hmm. But even so, like, I think it's hard for comedies to like translate over decades, and this one was to me still fun. I'd never seen it before. It was still really funny. Yeah, and I feel like they, yeah, they definitely were like making fun of like they were they were like making fun of some of the rap like stuff and like the ideas of like rappers who who were really into like hardcore gangster rap but like uh Mm -hmm. weren't didn't actually weren't actually about that life uh Mm -hmm. but like it it also very much was like celebrating the culture making fun of white people who were like scared of that culture like and their kids who loved it (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And the kids who loved it, it definitely felt like a movie for a black audience that like, you know, white audiences could also f- appreciate and find funny. But like, it didn't feel like it was like pandering to a white audience.
2: That yeah, makes sense. 100%. Yep, 100%. Uh,
1: yeah. And it's so quotable and like, it like has like a good, like a good story structure. So it didn't feel like it was just like, you know, a bunch of random sketches that didn't like you know, makes, make any sense. And, uh, yeah, there were just a lot, just like a lot of funny moments and it's short. I mean, goodness, <sighs> can we just have movies that are this short again? <laughs> under, under 90 minutes, baby.
2: <laughs> under
1: 90 you know? minutes. Come on, God, baby. Like, God. let's just get it.
2: Especially if it's uh. a comedy. Some of these comedies are epics. It's like, what is happening? Yeah. What is happening, It don't man? need to be this long. No, 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 no. <laughs> The movie was fun. I just watched it.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah. So this movie kind of starts out like, well, first we see them at, at kind of at their height, um, mm-hmm. and basically they're in they're in the manager's office, manager's office. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and like this guy Chris Elliott is like the documentarian, and he's like kind of sh- like, hey, like I'm uh, you know, like just getting the stuff, and like they're like supposed to be watching the, the video and. Uh, we get this like crazy scene where like they go out and uh, he's like filming them while they're like driving, and then all of a sudden a shootout. <laughs> like, yeah, they start yeah. getting shot at. <laughs> and Chris Elliott's like, "Ooh, my first drive by,"
2: which is so funny because I was watching this like, man, this is so insane. But then I remember, um, it's so crazy. Movie came out in '93, which means they're already parroting something that happens a lot. But I remember watching, and I think this guy used to be at UCB at one point, but um, how Vice built up a lot of the audience was like, you would always see like these white people going to like, you know, black and brown areas. And they had a show called Noisy, I think it was called. And there was this mm-hmm. white guy who would always go to rappers, but like he would always go in the hood. And like, he'd be like, oh my goodness, there's <laughs> guns everywhere. And like, is that lean? What's in the lean? It would just be just insane. I guess I'll put on this t-shirt and it's right. just like so wild that they made fun of this maybe 20 years prior to that ever happening. 15 years and it just persisted. Right. Yeah, they get shot at by, uh, by Charlie Murphy who just has a machine by gun on the street. Just like mm-hmm. shooting at them with a machine gun on the street. Like, I don't even know the way to say <laughs> it. It's kind of crazy.
1: And the way that, the way that they lose him is he just goes and drives into traffic and he's like, he'd be he'd be crazy to, to follow me in here. And he's like, man, I'm gangster, but I ain't crazy. Like he,
2: which is funny because I was like, where is he going? And then when it just said the Hollywood freeway, I was like, yo, that's it. He's just in traffic.
1: <laughs> he's like, I ain't going on the one hundred one. Are you kidding? That's crazy.
2: Yeah. I'm like, that's my freeway now. Oh, oh, my man. God. Um, that was such a such a good thing. Did you catch that?
1: Like throughout the movie, every time they cut back, and he's he's like, because he's like basically telling him the whole story, telling mm-hmm. Chris Elliott this whole story in the car, and he's like, I hope you got a lot of tape. But like every every time they cut back to them, like there's another car by them, and like some
2: crazy person, like yeah, he's like a monster. At some point, was in the car next to them. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is the deal with this bit? Like, what is what is it happening is with so this funny,
1: bit? Like. Running joke where they they they're never acknowledging the people who are there, but it's always just yeah. something insane,
2: <laughs> just something crazy every time. Yeah, I love that. Also, I loved when we got to the first flashback to like hear how they had this really nice suburban upbringing because now it felt like a little bit of like boys in the hood. Where again, like I know boys in the hood, they were in the hood, but seeing that he came from like a good family, had a dad that was there, right? Dad had a job, yeah. Oh, oh oh and we cannot forget what's the woman's from the craft's name she was his girlfriend? yeah his girlfriend um rachel true rachel true yo rachel true was in two movies that i will never forget she was in like the craft and then she was in half baked mm-hmm. and then she had this show on uh, yeah. um upn it's mary jane yeah in upn when they used to like what was it called half and half, half. and half half and half And I was like, man, I used to be in love with this woman. Uh, Yeah, he had his girlfriend. He's in his house. Very, very pretty. Let me tell you what made me laugh is that when he tells tells the flashback about his family, it cuts back to the present, And um, Chris Elliott's like, oh, tell me the rest of them weren't middle class as well. It was like, he said something like that. And he just had the nastiest face, like middle class as well. And I'm like, wait, did you respect them more because they were from poverty? Like, What? what yes yes uh also what's funny is when you get to um otis stab master arson (laughs) stab master arson lord have mercy
1: stab master arson
2: (laughs) yeah oh my goodness like his family (laughs) had some actresses in it his family had um uh what is her name she was on the parkers she was the best friend on the parker she was like the one sister what's her name uh uh the heck, or was it? Or was it Moesha? I keep getting the. uh All right, my oh no no, Char Char Jackson was um one of the sisters, and then the other sister I believe was the youngest. I can't the girl. The, she she's not the girl from Bernie Mac show, but she's another. Wait, who is
1: she? Who is she in this movie?
2: She was just like one of the sisters at the table, because like basically he had that whole oh, like he had like okay. six or seven sisters. Two of the sisters. Yeah. Like, ended young. up acting later in life. Yeah, they end up acting later. Can't remember all of their names, though. I'd go on IMDb, but that was really cool. I'm the man of the house. Well, I gotta be, you know? <laughs> I got like, be. he has to I was like, relax my hair. He's gotta play me in video games. He's gotta program my computer. <laughs> yeah, He's gotta do my homework. I was like, my goodness. <laughs> my man was doing everybody's stuff.
1: Yeah. And then, so yeah, their, their whole thing is like, they're all cousins. We get the, you know, they go over to, uh, Alan Payne's dog. He has a job. His, it's all, it's all all these like phone sex, but all these weird things. like one person's just one is just, it's like seven Oh (laughs) six piss.
2: Yes. This woman pouring water into a bucket and you're just like, good Lord. What's so crazy about that is like, That's the prelim to OnlyFans. You know what I mean? It's like, this is the OnlyFans before the OnlyFans, baby. You know, also what's crazy is that the actress, Teresa, who plays the reporter, starred in the Spike Lee movie, Girl 6, which is about, we should actually do Girl 6. I don't think I've ever done that. Um, Girl 6, which is about this woman Mm -hmm. who has to end up taking a job at a sex line, like in the 90s. Uh, I think it's called Girl 6.
1: I just realized her character's name in Bad Boys is also Teresa. I didn't realize wow. that until now. Wow. Because <laughs> she's Martin Lawrence's wife. Yes, she is the wife. Yeah. In Bad Boys and, and Bad Boys 2. She's also in Malcolm X uh, and Spawn.
2: Yeah, she's the wife of Spawn. She was great in this. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. We're, yeah, we, we keep going. But so good. So good. Yeah.
1: Well, we hit the gusto. So basically, their whole thing is they they love rap. They they like have this scene where they're like in the car, and he's like, "You got the tape?" And they like just play Run DMC. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like just rapping along to Run Run DMC in the car. But then the tape is like the tape is so worn out because they've been listening to it all the time. Like speeds up and slows down. They're when they like show, they're like, "Hey, and like here's all the here's all the different like." rap groups we try to make and one of them was like Bagheads. yeah like, it was what? like
2: Bagheads, the fat boys they just had shower caps on there <laughs> but also what's so the crazy fat boys then one was like the neo soul we're rap fat. group yeah <laughs> but i I like how much respect they have for hip-hop and maybe this is what the, the white lady didn't like but i like that they kind of went through the genres of hip-hop you know what i mean like there were the fat boys like right you know the backheads weren't black, but that we did have like the beastie boys who would do kind of crazy shit like that. And, you know, we had the trap called Quests. so I I really did enjoy that. Yeah. It was like, it was like, they're trying to find a thing. Like they're trying to find a
1: gimmick to set them apart. But Gusto was the guy who owned the club. That's Charlie Murphy. And he's like an actual kind of gangster. And, you know, they get in a little run in with him. (laughs) and they 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 get thrown out the club so the next day uh chris rock's character has to go and like apologize and basically gets like caught up in a in a drug bust that's happening and it seems like he set him up set gusto up but he realizes wait a minute if gusto's going to jail he's going to cb4 cell block four that I, maybe I could just take his identity and that could be our thing and we just become gangster rappers uh, and that's like, listen bro Rick Ross,
2: how they you know, went into it yo, mm-hmm. well, I mean legitimately, which is yeah. kind of crazy, but like Rick Ross did it 50 Cent, did, I mean Rick Ross is a little different where he like yeah. took that man's name, um, which is kind of crazy and made a huge career out of it he still uses it to this day I'm a Rick right. Ross fan. I'm sorry. I love he's Rick still, Ross. He's still around. Yeah, yeah. Ricky Rose Eight. <laughs> I'm a fan. See, it happens. Hustling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: I like the I like the scene where when they first discuss this, they're in just like the big
2: biscuit <laughs> store, and they just have these like Yo. huge freaking biscuits with. <laughs> With like a piece of butter just sitting in the middle of it melting. Just like... <laughs> I it even- a <laughs> huge piece of butter. <laughs> I think the store is called Big Ass Biscuits. <laughs>
1: big Ass Biscuits. <laughs> Man, just uh-huh. eat your Big Ass Biscuit.
2: Yo, what a good... So, I mean, look, I, I like that they came up with the idea. It's funny how quickly they take off. It's crazy how quickly they take off. But also, that's, that says something. Even when they go into the Trust Us um, record label and have the meeting with the manager, like all, oh other, my God! Trust us, record label. Trust us, baby. <laughs> which, which to me reminded me of like Fubu. Trust us, for us by us. It's like it was one of those black names. Right. I loved it. Trust us. Um, mm-hmm. And when he, when he's asking them questions, like you know, do you guys? Oh, wait, I'm pulling this up. Yeah. Do you guys like use profane language in your music? Yeah. Uh, do you guys? Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Do you promote violence in your music? Yeah do you guys do you guys yeah. like what is it disrespect or defile say women d- defile women oh hell yeah they all said something yeah. in unison at that point yeah do you guys believe in every, in anything at all fuck no or something yeah. or something like that i was like wow uh, it's
1: uh okay final questions do you guys respect anything at all and they're like not a goddamn thing and then they go you got a deal
2: <laughs> yo which is crazy which is crazy Cause to me, you know what's so interesting is I watched uh, the Millie Vanilli doc because um, I don't know if I told you this. I was walking my oh, dog right. and someone yelled down the street, "Hey, Millie Vanilli!" and I was like, "That hurts." But then wow. I went to watch it. <laughs> yeah, Gerard <laughs> got locks. That's why. He, and they racist. And they are racist. They couldn't say Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> <laughs> they nigga said Millie Vanilli. Oh God, I gotta get a beard. But I watched it and it's something funny to that because those guys kind of had the same situation where it was like, you know, they kind of got done over by their producer, but it was because, you know, they were kind of willing to like, they wanted to make it and they had been through so much stuff and it sure. was like, yeah, let's, let's do it, you know? Yeah. And so when they were like, you guys believe in anything? No, it's like, that's the business. It's like, there's no money in at the time yeah. or, or sometimes it feels like there's no money in having morals, which is unfortunate but. Real. Yeah, so real and then, yeah it became a hit became a hit uh wait what's what's my favorite what, what's the woman's it's, name though? those rap lyrics uh, were crazy sissy sissy is one of my favorite characters the like what do you even call what was her job What? what I, I don't even know what sissy the the high class groupie or the video vixen or i mean i mean she's like
1: yeah, the video vixen, because she's, like, in there, she's, like, she always, like, appears in rappers' videos, but, like, basically, uh, she establishes the fact that, like, she sleeps with rappers. rappers, uh, and when she sleeps with them, she gets pictures of them in compromising positions, and then uses that to blackmail them so that it's, like, I'm not just a groupie, like, groupies, like... You get to ride in their car. They, get, they take you out on a date. They buy you some food. But with me, they buy me the car. They buy me jewelry. Like, I get, you know, they have to pay, pay up. So, like, mm-hmm. and she has this whole uh, photo book of all these Polaroids she's taken of the, of the men between her legs. That's what it is.
2: Which is Crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's crazy that she shows the guy and he's like, oh, I w- yeah, I want that. Yeah, he's
2: like, oh, for real? Let me let me get in here. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> good goodness. Uh, and then they also
1: set up Phil Hartman's character, mm. who's like a politician who's running for office. He wants to be elected. And like his campaign manager basically is like, you need a media splash. And then he's like, Sees that his little kid is like, his little son is like watching this gangster rap, and he's like, Oh, I got an idea. Like, I'll just, you know, go after these gangster rappers and say that they're ruining America with their, mm-hmm. you know, lyrics and demoni demon demon, whatever,
2: demonizing our children and blah 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 blah. Which is so crazy because that stuff definitely happened, and yeah. I was. What's crazy is this earlier in the day I was listening to this podcast that talks about, you know, I'm going to be blatantly honest I think a lot of people can say it, but all the horrible things that Ronald Reagan actually did, especially towards minorities. And so to watch him, like, just see his son like a black thing and be like, I don't like this. It fascinates me when I think about like how, you know, the hospital systems in L.A. were kind of changed after Reagan. And like how music, I remember, I remember like being younger, and again, I I wasn't really allowed to listen to too much rap because of the cursing, but I remember even when he wasn't president, like the the times they were like burning and stomping on rap records. Like I'm not sure which artist it was at the time, or it was N.W.A. Mm-hmm. I definitely remember like bonfires to rap and like stomping and stuff like that, which is such a crazy thing to think about. Whereas now, rap is like the biggest thing in the world. See, before man. Oh, what else? Oh, oh, I do love that um, that Dead Mike, Alan Payne's character. Immediately became like a Hotep, like uh, like almost almost immediately, he bought like the Hotep book and then had like the spiritual healer at every point in his life. And was like, oh, my black sister, which was dope because when Teresa shows up and starts, um, you know, what's her character's name, uh, Eve? When Eve shows up and starts giving Chris Rock right. a go for it for, like, talking about women in a certain kind of way. And he storms off. I love that uh, Dead Mike comes. I love you. I just love I just love the wokeness of it all. Just, like, I love all of this. But then when they break up, he legit becomes, like, Ice Cube and is like, uh, I'm black, you I'm black, you And then the one who doesn't talk, right. Grandmaster Arson, basically becomes, like, two live crew. And it's just, like, he's a DJ with women just twerking on stage. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like yo it's it says so much about the state of hip hop like the fact right. that um the fact that one of the famous rappers when they were trying to come up that even trust us trust us had was uh what's that rapper's name was it Ra- rapper D or something like that he was like the fake the fake uh MC Hammer he had on, like the green pants oh. and he was like I dance I dance I oh dance in your pants I dance God. in your face
1: I I can't believe I di- almost forgot about the freaking MC Hammer satire. Like, that was so funny.
2: <laughs> like, what is that character's dancing. name? Um, CB Four. Oh, my goodness. Of that was Hammer. so funny. Dang, I can't remember the name of that character's name. Wacky D. Wacky D. That was his name. Wacky, wacky D. D. Also, what's funny is people learn real quick. Stop playing with a uh, freaking um MC Hammer. They said MC Hammer was the most gangster dude out of all of hip hop to this day. To this day, you don't mess with MC Hammer. (laughs) That man at one point, (laughs) bro, had on green pants, that green whatever you call it top, and is just kicking his legs in a circle. That's it. Like, what? Like, let me find find the lyrics to this song. Oh, man. The lyrics.
1: um, The lyrics. That was so funny uh while you're looking that up another scene that i love was when they when they're both having sex with sissy it's like you're showing it back to back oh my and, goodness and uh and like what <laughs> uh. like what the one, one scene is pain um alan Payne like picking her up and like laying her down on the bed and then when it cuts to the chris rock she's picking chris rock up and laying him down on
2: the bed Let me tell you it was crazy And this this yeah. may be too much info, mm-hmm. but that's how that's how the videos are now. It's just like women picking up these little ass dudes, <laughs> and I'm like, what's happening?
1: It's so funny. And then when when he's like, there's like, it's like he's like, like Alan Payne's like having sex with her, and she like he has her propped up, <laughs> and then and then it shows Chris Rock is being propped up, and she's <laughs> like, going like this, and all of a sudden it becomes a doll, and he's like, ah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, (laughs) when he became a doll,
2: I was like, yo, this is so silly. I love it.
0: I miss that.
2: I miss seeing (laughs) someone get smacked and it's just a doll that flies across the room. Like there's this couple on, on TikTok who did something where like it was like, oh, when like your girl like is playing with you, it was like a girl like his girlfriend is like beating him up and like punching him. He's like, hey, man, stop playing. And he just like, like sways his hand in the air. But like all of a sudden she goes flying across the room, but it's a doll with a fake Afro wig. And I'm like, yo, this kind of stuff is so funny to me. Hold on, hold on, Bray. I got the lyrics for it. I'm going to just say it to you. Hold on. Let me time it out. He's the wackiest. There's no question he can dance. He can dance in his pants. He can dance in your face. His raps may be a disgrace, but he can dance. He got sun. He got shine. Cause he going for mine. Oh wait, Bray, did he mention before that he can dance, dance in your face, dance in your face, dog is so dance good. In I'm your face, I'm sorry, it's oh, so that good. That was so funny. Also, when when now I'm skipping ahead, but when um uh the manager dies because um was it Charlie Murphy gets out of jail and is like threatening it's, everybody, whatever.
1: Yeah, and he's choking. Yeah,
2: and he's choking, and people are trying to help, but like no one actually helps nobody knows the heimlich yeah <laughs> no that's not how you do it <laughs> yes and anyway, he just dies what, what? but what's funny is that there's a quick scene of um pootie tang pootie tang shows up at the funeral oh my god i, yes, I was like oh my god it's pootie tang <laughs> yes he Poodie Poodie exactly tang. the same hair mustache why he look
1: exactly the same though pootie i'm like tang. this man
2: ain't this this man looked exactly the same. And Pootie Tang, Bray, Bray, literally a decade. Pootie Tang came out like eight or nine years later, dog. Like, dude, like ten years later, right? Yeah. Like, yeah when Pootie like, Tang like, yeah. came out, come out
1: close. Uh, Two thousand one. Pootie Tang. Oh, okay. Two thousand one. Okay. So yeah. So eight years later. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Lance Kruthert. Freaking I, he, Tang. Dude, he was. <laughs> He's like, you hey, you stole me
2: money. <laughs> him in the eye. Yo, it's so funny. And he had a black eye. Better give my money. Okay, you dead? You better give me my money. I give you mouth to mouth, resuscitate you, so you give me my money. <laughs> like, ah <laughs> oh, man, that shit was so that funny. Was so funny. Um, um, that was so funny. Also, just watching Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy is so interesting thinking about him and Eddie as, you know, Eddie was, of course, Eddie Murphy, but to see that Charlie kind of had his own career, but Charlie was like so freaking gangster. Could you imagine being as famous as Eddie Murphy was and Nat is your brother? Like, bro, I feel I'm feeling invincible, dog. Like, like you ain't telling me nothing. And I remember watching a clip of, um, I think I talked to you about it, bro. Uh, maybe I was talking about on the podcast, but I think my mom was watching old um, Tonight Show clips and it was when Eddie came yeah. on for Belly Hills Cop 2. Eddie is in full mm-hmm. Eddie mode, bro. Like he is like the man, like he was annoyed that he didn't get a lot of press for Belly Hills Cop 2. I think it opened that day or something. He thought he should have more press. My man doesn't right. take his shades off. He makes a couple, so first off, he makes no jokes during his interview. Then he's like, hey, who else is on the show? They tell him and he's like, Carson tells him, he's like, I think I'm a steak. So he just stays for the rest of the show. And then as the other person's doing the interview, he starts talking. And at one point he's like, yeah, you know, they weren't going to let us in because we came with too many black folk. And they're like, I don't know who all these Negroes are in here. And I'm thinking in my mind, a 1986 Eddie Murphy and a 1986 Charlie Murphy? Was with the shits, bro. Like, like I can't even... Because Charlie... No, yeah. I, I, I can't... I can't I can't put me, just let me just let me just be a flower on the wall to see what that was like. Give me a movie just showing me what was it like to be out here in that time. I like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my, yeah. Dancing. My pants are dancing, your face.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, we also get the scene that that is uh, you know straight out from uh what happened to nwa where they like perform they perform their song sweat from my balls uh <laughs> and they get arrested for doing it they have these big old balls yo <laughs> just bouncing around the stage so silly
2: it's so good that was fun <laughs> like honestly it was so good yeah i mean also when you think about that too is like I remember, you know, straight out of Compton and then hearing, like, um, Ice Cube talk about it. The fact that at one point, you get so censored that they just wanted to... They were just arresting these dudes. Like, they were, like, cops chasing them for just making music. Like, that's... When you right. think about it, that's kind of a crazy situation. Like, just to make music? I mean, I guess he did say after police, which is kind of... It, it's... I mean kind of intense that's kind of like an intense way to to start off the start off the the concert you know well it's freedom of speech that is true that is true
1: it is crazy to think like think about how much people like especially like right-wing people say they love the constitution but like how the constitution when it comes to black people they don't care about You know what I mean? It's like the First Amendment is freedom of speech. And they're like, no, no, no. But like, you can't say that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're inciting violence or whatever it is. Yeah.
2: Because think about the brain, like, like, you know, I was reading this book and they're like, oh, the last time we had true gun reform is when the Black Panthers were openly walking around with guns, which was legal. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, it always. That's why all the black people should join the NRA flood it that's just a theory it could work it could not work but we're not a political podcast so i don't know i don't know we don't do politics here i'm just saying if we did flood the nra and they had to look after their members even though that one um uh, for castillo uh i'm sorry i'm mispronouncing his name at the time of his unfortunate um passing he was an nra member and they said nothing in support of his him. murder yeah his murder sorry that's correct right. they said nothing to support him which was fascinating but again we're not a political podcast no back to the cb4 jokes and laughs and laughs and jokes (laughs) you'll come
1: up the 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 hee hee ha ha's it basically you know it ends with uh albert setting up a a sting they have like sissy you know seduce uh the real gusto listen here
2: Uh, but listen here sissy was sissy had on that one piece cat suit i was like lord lord have mercy sissy. Good God. Good guy. She did a split and twerked on the floor. Oh, my lord. Sis! He was like, alright, yeah. Well, my man my man said, I bought you a present. First off, Charlie Murphy said, I bought you a present. Reaches in the bag was like, I bought my Jimmy hat. And it's like the biggest condom I've ever seen.
1: And then she's like, I think maybe this one. and It's like this little <laughs> tiny inch.
2: Yes. And oh he's like, ha,
1: you got jokes.
2: <laughs> Yo. No, but it's right after this, like when Chris Rock comes out and tricks him all of a sudden, when all the guys come in, there's this weird moment between him dressed as a woman and like, so weird. And like, uh, what was it, Grandmaster Arson, where they like almost kiss. Oh, Robot's like kissing. I was like, what? I was like, I was like is, is this just saying that Grandmaster Arson just is obsessed with any woman or like i I was so confused at why that bit happened in any way shape, it was i mean i
1: think it was it was it was supposed to be a joke because then then they go nah and then you're like all right i don't know i don't know about that joke it was like a weird i get like kind of homophobic but also but but also not but also just yeah but it's not either it was just weird yeah if It was, it was felt, it felt both homophobic, but also homoerotic at the exact same time. You know what I mean? I was
2: like, I actually, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I had no idea what was going on, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was a strange It was so crazy. I was like, I have no idea what this is. And then,
1: yeah. And so, you know, it ends with them, uh, it ends with them basically going, hey, uh, we're going to be ourselves now, but we're still rapping and we're still doing our songs and, and, but he was going to be Albert instead of low cash.
2: But uh, that was, that was that. Low cash. I will say the thing I liked about this movie and it sucks. It didn't make any money or get any claim like spinal tap. But also that's the thing I feel like I struggle with when it comes to hip hop. Where like hip hop is, it's so, so, so so, it's interesting that we're doing this movie after, excuse me, the Grammys. Okay. Go ahead, mm-hmm. you go ahead.
1: This is Spinal Tap, by the way. It didn't make it. It didn't make any. It it made four point. It came out in nineteen eighty four, but it only made four point seven million dollars.
2: But people love that goddamn movie, yo.
1: It's a it's a cult classic, I think. Yeah, mm. but that's the thing that's crazy about It's like CB four was actually more successful at the box office, but people don't talk about it as much.
2: Well, think about it like this: like I I did not watch the Grammys, but I've been reading a lot of reviews, and I you know like probably you know, everyone else, like I saw Jay-Z's acceptance speech. Mm -hmm. And it is something that is very disrespectful that even now, even with hip hop being as successful as it is, even with all the crossover appeal, like most of those hip hop awards, I don't think a rapper outside of, well, Jay-Z technically didn't present an award. I don't think a rapper presented an award at the Grammys. Really? I don't think one presented an award. Like, I don't think they did. I'm not even sure if they, like... That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, and it's, I think majority of the rap awards, I think I think people were saying weren't on camera. Like, some of them were, like, you know, not even on camera. And I think about this all the time. Like, a rap album, unless you include Outkast, which the album had a lot of music, too, there's only been none or the one rap album to ever win album of the year. It's something that people, like, because it's black, people, like, really... Bruh the The fact that what's 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 the what's the pawn shop dude name? Let me have one. Macklemore. The fact that Macklemore has more rapper, I mean, oh, more right. Grammys than like a Nas is insane to me. You know what I mean? Right. And I think right. about movies like this and even a Spinal Tap, where like it talks about something that's very popular, has a really strong point of view about it. Whereas I've always wanted to make a a hip hop like kind of musical, but almost in the vein of a, you know. Um, uh, what's that Bradley Cooper's movie? Crap. A Star is uh, Born. A Star is Born. And then Jeff Bridges um, had a movie where he was like... Crazy uh, art? Yeah. Like, I just want like a rap version of that, but I feel like the world doesn't care. I hate to say, I feel like truly Hollywood sometimes, as much as we think it's you know, super liberal, doesn't really treat black people the same way it treats a lot of other ethnicities. And this movie just isn't... No. I know. I, but right, they'll tell you they don't. They'll tell you they don't. You know what I mean? They tell you they don't. But I did like this movie. I just wish it gets the credit that it deserved. Yeah. Like, I feel like even as like cult status, it doesn't get the same type of love. I think it truly deserves.
1: No. And, I, and that's just, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, and it's because it's about rap and not about rock. I mean, that's really it, right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, I mean, I guess like the critics at the time also just didn't think it was as as good but it's funny like i don't like it's a funny movie
2: yeah it is what it is what you gonna do (laughs) i know which sucks it's like uh it should be better it should be like i don't know man it's like one of those things where i'm like we 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 should be doing things that also i don't know i I feel like it's that tough part where like i keep seeing interviews now with like black creators and it's a thing of you know should we care about these awards and accolades. Um, from people other than ourselves in our own community. And like, no, but also yes, because those things do matter in the long run. So it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's that, it's that Catch-22 is like, you know, you need the awards, but you don't want to have to have them or the nominations because they're not actually coming from people who watch it. Like hearing about the fact that Ava Devonate can't even get people to watch her latest movie, Origin, is just, you know, it's all unfortunate. It's all unfortunate. Right. But this movie was great. End on that good note. This movie was great. And you know what I'm happy they didn't have? You know what I'm happy they didn't have? Yeah. Great. I'm happy they did not have a swirl. I'm not pitching one right now. Oh. But I'm happy they did not. Because like, I feel like it would have been so easy to make like, like Dead Mike, for instance, the woke black dude have a white girl. You know, so I'm happy they were like, nah, 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 nah. They're dealing with other shit other than this. He just wants to be enlightened and still... His character still was funny in the way that he was. So I am happy. I'm happy about that non world. That's all I'm saying. Okay.
0: New customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: James is not here, so no weird. Uh, I, I don't do bits. Here's a bit. But yeah. That yeah. bit. I, nobody likes Which that. Which is bit. a bit. Which is a bit. Uh, no. <laughs> Still a bit. <laughs> Which is a bit. Anyway, you no, know, it's time for the cause. We rate and review films, not based yeah. on how much uh, we like the film. But whether or not it helped the cause of leading black actors in Hollywood, if we feel like this film fully helps that cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If it doesn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So on the count of Nothing. three, we'll raise our ratings. For Already D4. up, baby. Okay. Already up, baby. Three, two. I'm still doing the countdown. I don't care. It's One. still up. It's still up. All right. Two black fists. It would be three if James was here.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah, I had to
1: get a black fist. I mean, you got a mostly black cast. You got Chris Rock, who obviously went on to do a bunch of other movies. This is his first uh, film as a leading actor. Uh, obviously, you got Alan Payne. You got Charlie Murphy, Teresa Randall. Charlie you know, Condi Alexander. So, like, yeah, man, this this movie did well. And also, you know, like we said, it paved the way for... Black people getting to do sketch comedy, getting to be weird, getting to have big ass biscuits and, you know, people with a freaking alien mask, a monster mask next to you in the car while you're taught. Like, it's just like they got to do silly things that like uh, we don't always get to do. You know, yes, it is. A, it was about gangster rap and and, and there, it was the satire of that. But like that was very topical at the time.
2: So, I mean, I, I don't know. It was cool. I, I, I'm I'm glad this movie got made same i am really happy this movie got made i agree with everything Bray said. um i think it's really well done even you know it didn't get the credit hopefully like if you guys listen to this episode you go find it you know it's, it's really fun it's a really fun well-made movie so i think it's great and more people should check it out yeah so
1: yeah thank you so much for listening to us if you live in la just so you know we do have a monthly improv show that we do at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Next show will be Friday, February 16th, uh, 10 p.m. So come on out to that. You can find tickets at blackmanpodcast.com. Our ticket link uh, should be there. Uh, Also there is a link to our Patreon. So to keep the the podcast free, we do a Patreon where we do basically two episodes a a month. Uh, We just did uh, our kind of Oscars review we have uh american fiction if you uh, the new yeah, film yeah. that's up for uh, several oscars including best picture and best actor and best supporting actor and also so, uh, we'll put up polls and stuff to ask you you know what you want to uh, want us to review so we'll put that up there it's five dollars a month we got a bunch of episodes so check that out you can follow us on social at Blackman podcasts uh twitter and instagram and uh, you can follow me at john braylock
2: you can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow James at at rule of three. What was it? Rule of three yeah, ink? Rule
1: three three ink. Rule of rule of three, three ink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh three is the number three. Yeah. And also, if uh you give us a review, rate us five stars uh on iTunes. We'll read your review on the air. We got a new review, baby. Ready? Okay. Uh, Book of Clarence. hmm This is from House of Mosaic. It says, The Book of Clarence was referenced in The Harder They Fall at minute 5231. Jim Beckworth says, Like they say in the Book of Clarence, No man outspeed me. Nice Easter egg. Wow. That's a great Easter egg. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Thank you so much for letting us know and for rating us five stars. That's so cool. I did not know that either. So, yeah, uh, we will be here in, in two weeks uh, where we will be reviewing, pretty sure, we'll be reviewing One Love, the new Bob Marley movie that's uh, coming love. out on Valentine's Day. Boop, 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 boop. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you in two weeks. Peace.